0: Welcome to an episode of Curious Curiosity, a podcast where Abhilash and Saab explore the curiosities and try to incorporate them into their lifestyles. In today's episode, they will talk about Saab's journey with a plant-based diet and how he used it to transform his health. Enjoy the episode. Sure. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, my name is the uh Shankar Raman, but I go by Sab. Um, I actually was born in India, but I grew up uh, in the Middle East in a uh, country called Oman. Um, lived predominantly in an Indian community there. Uh, a very fortunate, uh, uh, gratifying upbringing. My parents were my mom. Uh, I, I think after a certain age, she became a homemaker, took care of uh, us, my dad and me. Uh, and my dad was uh, was in oil and field industry, so oil and gas. So he did the he handled lubricant division in the company. So I lived in Oman for a few years. I went to the States, studied undergrad there, did architecture at Ohio State, uh, loved it. And then moved to uh, moved around the States for a year, uh, worked in a sales comp- sales uh, role for a construction company. And then moved to Dubai, did four years there. And then here in Canada, doing my MBA, and finished it. And going to go work for a technology company. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That's great.
1: That's great, Sap. Uh, so let me just take this time out to just introduce myself as well. I'm Abhilash. Uh, I've, I've lived in India all my life. I did my mechanical engineering, and then I worked at a mobile company and then realized very quickly that that's not the life I want to lead. So I went on through a soul-searching path, did a bunch of things, and then finally decided that technology is a very interesting space and it's going to change human group. Kind for good, so I moved into the ed- education technology space, where uh, I was working with the startup uh, and like a not-for-profit, in uh, making use of technology to spread quality education uh, and democratize education. So that's that's what I've been doing, and I've had a fulfilling career. And then I moved on to my MBA, uh, did that at Ivy. That's where I had a chance to meet you. I had an amazing experience there, and uh, now. Uh, uh, the whole idea of this uh, uh, thing which I've wanted to do is I'm I'm extremely passionate about uh, uh, self-improvement taking care of physical health and mental health and I see that you share the same kind of passion yeah, as yeah. well and uh, and I'm really excited on doing this I mean one person doing it and another person doing it like there's a sense of a calm uh, accountability and I'm really excited to be doing this with you so that I get to grow grow as a person along with you and in this process, I really am looking forward to learn a lot from you as well, and uh, sustain this process for a longer period of time. And I'm pretty excited and pumped to see where this leads to.
0: Yeah, and I think it's exciting. I think um, the format, especially which uh, you and I decided to follow, where we basically like uh, we pick one one item for a month, go with that, and then see how uh, each of us can learn from each other. I think the best thing which I've learned throughout our friendship is that. Uh, it's just listening to each other, right? Like what your experience was, what my experience was. And, uh, I think that's really helped uh, me grow, especially learning from you and, uh, yeah, I'm exciting and I'm excited to see where this can lead us. Yeah, you know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Sad. I'm excited as well. So yeah. shall we dive into, uh, the first, the first case discussion that we uh, planned for, especially you yeah. going vegan. going vegan so do you want to do you want to just talk about your experience on uh, uh, how that change was and uh, how what that change led to your life uh, to become
0: yeah and uh, it's pretty uh, remarkable to know that I've been vegan for almost uh, two months now and um, so just to give more insight I was vegetarian all my life I have never actually had meat intentionally but um, Mm -hmm. I did have a lot of meat uh, sorry milk and dairy products in my diet, so a lot of cheese, a lot of milk, uh, a lot of chocolate. I said chocolate is my favorite thing in the world, so I had all those things in my diet. And I was in December 2020. I had a mental breakdown. I'd say just in terms of a lot of uh, personal issues, uh, uh, being homesick, the pandemic, uh, just a lot of uncertainties. And um, I realized, like, to for me to grow out of that situation and learn from it, I'd literally start things from scratch. So i tried intermittent fasting in january uh, and we are in uh, end of april now so i to intermittent fasting january um saw that it helped me lose weight but it wasn't very sustainable for me to live that way because of just mm-hmm. same activity rates uh, or um, or work in the future or class and all those things so i did that for two months but then realized like our intermittent fast from say i don't know say for 14 hours or 16 hours and then i would eat but I would eat like, uh, junk food. And that's cause I didn't really, um, I was able to control myself to eat healthily at that moment, but I was eating junk food, but still doing intermittent fasting. So while I was losing weight, I lost, I realized that I wasn't feeling healthy. Like my, my fitness wasn't really still improving. So, and, uh, during the time of self-exploration, I think we started talking and then we were just talking about health and fitness and all. And then I started watching a lot of podcasts and uh, there was podcasts by a guy called Rich Roll. So Rich Roll is this guy who was a swimmer, had some spiral down a very unhealthy path of drinking and uh, put on weight. And then one day went vegan and then saw his life transform. And then he started doing ultra marathons. So then I started following him. Um, I saw the recipes was showing, I thought, I was like, this looks tasty. I can do this. And then I saw uh, through that, I explored more and more. And then one day I woke up and said, I'm just going to try it, you know, mm-hmm. and it was, I don't think there was, it was stimulated by health or by environmental or sustainable reasons. Cause I'm not an environmental expert. I'm not a uh, nutrition expert. So just for everyone knows that I'm not an expert in any of those things, but I just wanted to try it and see if right. this plant-based whole foods diet was healthy or what's this talk about. So on March 3rd, I decided I'm just going to go fully plant-based whole foods and I've stuck to it. And it's been April I think it's April 27 today. So it's mm-hmm. been almost uh, two months and I've enjoyed it. I think uh, I've seen my um, uh, sleep improve. I've seen my inflammation within my body. I feel like I'm recovering faster from my workouts I'm more active. I'm not taking naps during the day. I'm not lethargic, but again, it wasn't motivated by anything health or environmental or just like people are talking about it. This guy who's in sports guy was doing this and he saw it change his life. So why don't I give it a shot? And, And then from then I've I've reaped the benefits of it.
1: Nice. Nice. That that, that's, sounds like an amazing journey, sap. So I just want to start off with the first part of the journey you are saying about you tried intermittent fasting, right. For close to a couple of months. When I had my fast share of intermittent fasting, it was extremely helpful in reducing weight, but I just want to know your experience in intermittent fasting. Like how was it like, did you lose weight or did you plateau after like first month or like, like, 40 days into it like how was your experience with intermittent fasting
0: yeah and before we dive too deep into it i just want to say that again i'm not a nutrition expert and a health expert so i think everyone should try what works for them and stick to it uh Mm -hmm. because everyone's body is different everyone's genetics are different so again i'm not the most educated person to advise anyone on this but what i what i learned for myself was that is that with intermittent fasting is that we all have class in the morning Right in mm-hmm. MBA. So you're waking up, you're going through four hours of class, staring at the screen. So you're getting some fatigue. Then you're going out and walking or doing some activity. So you're getting more uh, exertion in your body. And um at around 3, 4 p.m., I'm so hungry that I would just eat. Right. So I was losing weight. So I dropped um, I would say I dropped like six kilos in two months from January 1st to end of February. And um and I'm not sure if it was intermittent fasting, or because my body was just shedding excess weight because of activity, right? Okay. Because I was living a pretty relatively unhealthy lifestyle before that. So my weight did drop, but the things which I, which my health has always been, a uh, backtracked on is my uh, my asthma didn't didn't change, my sleep didn't change. I just still like outside relatively poor. Uh, I still felt dehydrated I still felt like my performance in walking or doing my body workouts were not changing so my physical structure changed my mental internal structure I don't think changed a lot so right so I was just focused on losing weight and then I when I started reading and looking at it I realized like, like it's a lifelong thing right you can't just lose weight and put on weight you know like because that's what I noticed. So, and I don't think I was in a mindset to change my intermittent fasting. I was just lucky I came across this podcast, and everyone talked about it. Right. And then my e- right. and my ego said that if these guys can do it, why don't I give it a shot? Because I'm already vegetarian. You know. Right. Right. And uh, right. and then my ego kicked in and said like, Hey, like these people are like giving up stuff, and they went from meat, like eating junk food, meat, bacon, ham to completely plant-based. And I'm just, I'm like pretty, for me, I think relatively a, an easier switch, right? I'm just giving up all the milk and cheese, right? right? So, right. right. so I was just like, so the ego helped and then I was losing weight. And then I think just the fact that I wasn't really hitting peak performance in my daily lifestyle was a motivational factor somewhere in the back of my head, but it wasn't really what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think, uh,
1: that, that sounds extremely fair, right? You just because you're intermittent fasting and then like you're, you started eating healthy, you never know what caused you to lose that particular weight. But you said that you were not feeling that great physically and even mentally yeah. when you were intermittent fasting. So, uh, and then you moved to vegan. So you said you were a vegetarian, even before you moved to vegan, right? So can yeah. we like specify, differentiate what vegetarian is and then like what actual vegan food is like like for, yeah just to just to clarify what that perspective is
0: yeah and i think that's a question everyone uh, keeps asking because i know a lot of friends come and tell me yeah i'm vegetarian then they say they eat fish and meat and they eat chicken right <laughs> so oh, that's <laughs> i think yeah and i and i initially i used to find it offensive when i was like younger but i think uh, uh, everyone has their own definitions and own terms and i think like i said a diet's a diet everyone should follow it to live healthier but um, in my opinion i think a vegetarian diet is when you don't need anything meat, right? You don't need uh, the flesh of an animal, right? That's why I would think is vegetarian. So you're still consuming milk, you're still consuming cheese, which is a uh, a byproduct of uh, uh, an animal. I don't know, like uh, byproduct of an animal, but it's not mm-hmm. directly consumed by uh, the eating the flesh of the animal. So that's so, why my opinion is vegetarian diet. The one confusion I had, which I've never been able to solve, is, is egg. Part of the vegetarian diet or not right because i i did eat right. eggs so right. some people could say eggs is meat so then i don't fall into that i guess some people could say mm-hmm. eggs is vegetarian so then i think i'm vegetarian so i i did eat eggs so going uh from vegetarian to whole foods plant-based or a vegan diet is basically giving up any animal-based product yeah. so you don't need anything with milk so that goes so milk chocolate ice cream cheese that's out of the window. You don't even eat, eat honey because honey comes from the bee. That's out. right? Um, uh, you don't eat eggs. So those are the things you're getting away. So you have to literally find a plant-based substitute for that. So from a regular skimmed milk, you're going to an almond milk or soy milk or oatmeal. So I never drank, I haven't drank regular milk in eight years. I'd say I've drank it maybe once a year. I would drink it if there's no milk in the house or milk in a place, but I haven't drank, I've, I have went completely almond-based, plant-based milk in 2011, 2012, right. around that time. Um, the cheese, which I'm sure you know, like paneer was hard for me to give up, right? right. So I've right. had to give that up and experiment with tofu and vegan cheese. Um, that's one thing. Uh, honey didn't really have it much, but the substitute is maple syrup right? Right. Um, and Canada is like thing. proud of ma- their maple yeah, syrup. Yeah, so, yeah maple yeah, syrup. Yeah. And, so that's one. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't use it that much either. So that's one uh, mm. substitute. And then for eggs, uh, I just make tofu scrambled or like soy substitutes, right? And right. the goal is, I think, first thing is to go from processed foods like um, like a lot of processed foods in the world, like cheese and milk and all those things to less processed food, right? Um, is that what I would say is the first thing I try to do. So I found it for me, I found it easy to, when I went vegan is that I'm eating less processed food because I have to eat literally whole mm. foods, right? So that's the first change I made. But the the difficult part of that uh, transformation was was giving away your your snacks, right? Like your junk food not junk food like for example once in a while you want to go eat ice cream you can't really eat ice cream anymore so you have to find vegan ice cream mm. which is hard to find you can't really eat uh, regular chocolate to find the dark chocolate with no milk products in it so that was for me what took time but i have replaced it with a few snacks and stuff here and there and i think over time i'm able to accustom to that so
1: so so yeah so i think that 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 sets a clear perspective on what you what you omitted while moving from vegetarian to like vegan food, right? Uh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So which was the one main food? So you told predominantly it was dairy and then you didn't use too much of honey, but like it's predominantly yeah. dairy foods, right? What is that yeah. one food that you had to, and eggs as well, like what is what are the one or two foods that you had to completely strike down which you're using on an everyday basis to move yeah. to uh, to vegan?
0: Yeah, so I would eat a lot of cheese in my diet. Um, right. Right. My salads was feta cheese, um, a lot of paneer, a lot of halloumi cheese. So that's one thing I had to get away from. So you're either eating vegan cheese or just no cheese at all. Actually, to be honest, like I don't think I even eat cheese that much, or cheese like cheese substitute foods. So you you're eating tofu.
1: Did you miss it? Did you did you miss
0: miss cheese at all? Like you
1: know, Uh, eating like on everyday basis.
0: Not really. I don't think so. I think um, cheese is one thing I think I will learn to overcome because. I think growing up like in an Indian diet, maybe you can relate with this. Like We don't really have that so much cheese in our foods. right? Like right. Paneer is like, oh, you go to a restaurant and eat it. You don't really eat it at home as right. often. Right? Right. So I think when right. I moved to North America, I picked it up in 2011 to eat more cheese. But I've, I've noticed that I don't really need cheese in my food. right? So I just eliminated it. Like I do not don't really suffered. But that was the thing I was eating a lot. But when I let it go, I didn't really feel much. The thing I'm struggling with is like, my sweet tooth. Right. So chocolate, ice cream, yogurt, like, you know, like those mm. things, uh, I'm really learned to replace that easily. Uh, yeah. and it took me time and I think I figured out certain things and I can do another. But if you ask me what's one thing I really miss, it's probably ice cream, you know? Right. Uh, and, I right. uh, and just for everyone, I used to eat tubs of ice cream growing up. Like, I mean, ice cream is my favorite food. You know? So, but, yeah. um, Again, you find you find substitutes, or you learn to just switch your mindset to uh, fixing that uh, sweet tooth craving. You no, know? so are you saying are
1: you saying for the last past two months you haven't had even like one scoop of ice cream at all, like made of I, uh, dairy products? No,
0: no, I have only had vegan ice cream. Yeah,
1: yeah. Damn, man. So like, how, how do you? once you have those cravings do you like suppress them or do you ignore them or like do you find some alternative to just go over it because the way i'm thinking is even i i eat very less meat uh mm-hmm. in my i have very less meat i eat like meat once or maximum twice a week and mm-hmm. like i eat a lot of eggs as well uh yeah. so like if one thing which i have to avoid for going vegan if i have to take it up it's going to be eggs and then meat uh, uh meat i can still avoid but eggs i don't know how yeah. how how, like, what is the substitute of protein? I am not sure of how that. Mm-hmm. And chocolates is definitely something which I eat on a, like, regular basis that would be hard to avoid. So yeah. my concern of going vegan or doing, like, going to a completely different diet is that, you know, once that craving hits, right, you feel shitty about yourself, yeah. that you're suppressing that craving, like, how do you overcome, how did you overcome that particular moment of uh, craving or, like, uh, yeah uh,
0: for a particular food? I think it's an interesting question because uh, I think almost everything I've done in my life, I've done either 100 or zero, you know, so okay. and that's the like one thing I, One thing I've learned in self improvement is that uh, I've never been a person that's done anything half-assed, so I just yeah. went all in. So um, for my mindset, like whenever the thoughts came in, I just realized that if I were to eat a chocolate, I'm, get, I'm done. Like I'll go back to being the pre-plant-based Planet. whole foods, yeah, person, right? So that fear, I think, drives me. You know, that I can't mm-hmm. eat it. The second thing is that I have noticed changes in my body, right? Like, I think the first one week when I ate healthy, or like not, it's like when I went plant, plant-based, whole foods diet is, is I noticed my, my, uh, my sleep was better. I was breathing better. I was, uh, uh, my fitness was like going up a bit. You know, and I noticed those things. Like, I think the best thing, like, I noticed was you know when you sleep at night and then you wake up in the morning if you don't I think if you feel like your body is like your body feeling jittery or like you're going to the bathroom or like you're feeling heavy bloated you're unable to move lethargic I think that's a first sign that your food is not good for you right Right. and those sensations just stopped for me right like I don't think I've woken up in the morning and felt like uh like I mean the simplest way to say it is excuse my language is I mean I haven't felt like shit you know Right. So I think so that fear of like, okay, if I eat this again, I will go back to being that other, other, um, I'll go back to the original diet. And secondly, will I, um, that fear motivates me. Secondly, I think just understanding that my body is feeling better. Right. And, and I think um, I've, I've learned to like challenge myself to like find substitutes to still keep the cravings in. So from what I've read in the, online, read online and watch his podcast. I think one of the guys, Rip and he's um, a famous swimmer, uh, um, triathlon firefighter and stuff. He says that you have to learn to tell your body that it's not uh, like the way he describes plant-based diet is that you're not really craving the ice cream, you're craving that sensation of a food, you know? So if it's sweet, is it the ice cream you're craving or is it the fruit or like, or the sensation of sweetness, right? So I've learned to trick myself to eat that way. Um, I'd say another beneficial thing that's happened to me is that, is that I've had supportive people around me throughout this journey. And I think that's one of the biggest mm-hmm. things I've noticed that can break, make or break people's eating habits is that um, whenever I was eating, um, like I lost a lot of weight in early 2010s. And then that's because I was living in an environment where people were supporting me in that. And then when I went into work mm-hmm. or, um, uh, Early MBAs was that the 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 schedule, the people around me weren't eating the similar ways. So I was also navigating that way. But I've noticed that when I made the change and told people about it, people did support me on this, right? So right. the three things again are the fear, knowing that if you go the other way, you're done. Then the knowing your body is actually doing better. And The third thing is supporting supportive people around you. They've all supported me. So those three things have helped me a long way to withstand the craving I would say you know
1: yeah so that's that's extremely interesting that you brought up this third point the first two points makes total sense to me like you know tricking your body which you know your brain doesn't know right it's the sensation yeah. and there's a whole lot conversation which I wanted to talk to you about especially with your past and about observing yeah. your sensations and so so on uh my my second question was on the leeways of your third point which is having a supportive group around you right one other yeah. challenge which I think of on making such a drastic change I'm married right now. And yeah. if I have to go out with family or like go out for dinner, then it becomes a hassle, right? Like yeah. if you go to a relative's place or a friend's place, like they make food and then that's all you have. You can't yeah. like may, asking someone to make special food for you or like going out for dinner yeah. and then finding this place and no other food to eat becomes too much of a hassle and a lot of social pressure for you to go back yeah. to your old ways. Uh, I'm really glad to like know that you had supporting people around, but did you face a situation where Uh, you had like no way around like or did you like how did you overcome such social uh, challenges when it comes to sticking onto a particular diet did you pre-plan it or like did you like did people know about it like how did did you face those challenges
0: I think one thing is I've always communicated this to people in the past two months Mm -hmm. so like uh, Mm -hmm. if I've uh, if I'm sharing a meal with someone I've always told them that I'm going to eat this and they've been supportive of it I think today people do want. I think there has been a growing trend, especially with the pandemic and stuff. The health is very important. So people yeah. have noticed changes in me. People have noticed that my mental health and physical health have improved and they want to support me. So the support of people have always stayed. I think it's also a Testament that if someone doesn't support you on this, it's maybe Testament that I'm not saying it's like a hard, like hard yes or no, but it's really re reevaluate re- the relationship with that person. Right. Okay. Because, um, um important to know that because, like you know, like I, I, and I noticed about myself is that I've always wanted things. Like, you know, I've always wanted to read, I've always wanted to exercise, I've always wanted to do this, but I'm only able to do those things. People, certain people, not everyone, right? I'll give you a good example. So, uh, one of the closest friendships I have in my life is with my football friends, the guys I played American football with, right? And I'm currently staying with one of them and. These guys never questioned my health habits. They always supported it. And they eat, they eat differently. They exercise differently. So I exercise a certain way, they exercise a certain way. But they've always supported it, right? Because they know how much it means to me and how much it means to them, you know, for me to yeah. be healthy. So that's why I've kept these friendships very closely. You know, like, and right, like, for example, like um, the other day um, when I was eating with them, they also ate plant-based whole foods diet, right? Wow. So, and then, and I think it's important because these, these are friendships I'll cherish for a long time because these are supportive of my actions. But in the past, I've noticed that when someone doesn't support this and I've gone the other way, I have faced my stress goes up, my anxiety goes up, my mental errors go up, whatever stuff. But I'm already happy and grateful and I question the relationship. right? So I would say that right. if, if if you want to go a certain path and people don't support you on that or, um, or not... Um, accepting of your your actions it's 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 an opportunity for it to reevaluate maybe do you want to stick with it or do you not want to stick with it but the social pressures are tough and I think one thing you have to learn is that if you do eat this way you have to know that it's your opportunity to come back and flip it right but that being said I I think But that being said I would say is that plan it you know like like eating healthy staying fit is your life you know not the person around you you know You know, so, and I think it's, I've noticed this because say in an Indian wedding, we go and we eat, I don't know, like it's like a 10 course meal, right? They keep serving you like whole leaf. (laughs) It's like so much food and we eat it. Yeah. Yeah. And the people get
1: offended if you don't eat much, right? If you don't don't eat. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But if you eat unhealthily and someone else is forcing you to do that way, you're the one who's going to suffer or like pay or pay benefits right or reap benefits yeah i think you have to first accept that like uh, the other person's not living your body right so i think communicating yeah. knowing that it's an opportunity to reevaluate the relationship and at the same time appreciating the fact that it's your body and not someone else's body i think is three things i've really learned from that you know um yeah. i have faced situations where wow. my friends uh, a couple of my friends i've questioned it but then they see why i always changed my life and then they're like okay like like it's important we stick this way you know so yeah. yeah I
1: hear you man I hear you I think yeah. I think the first people which I need to have this discussion with is my in-laws <laughs> yes. I think my wife is like have a food like a uh, uh, foodie family and then like uh, you know they love their food so like yeah
0: they see me different I'm sure they, uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate it because you can still be a foodie and right. be this right and they will see the benefits right. for you and they'll be like okay this person's gone vegan or is eating healthy deal. it might actually force them to come that way you know people yeah. who, who yeah. love you unconditionally will never ask you to flip you know Absolutely.
1: They they won't, they they will never do that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That makes sense. So uh, I think uh, that's, that makes total sense, man. Like surrounding yourself with good people, a a support group is extremely important when making such changes mentally and physically. So you, you spoke a lot about, you know, going vegan affecting you or improving your mental and also physical wellness, right? What like any other diet, like intermittent fasting, like didn't help you very much both mentally and physically, but it just let you lose weight off. We don't know whether that's the reason why you lost weight. But uh, what changes did you see physically and mentally? You briefly touched upon it, like, you know, waking up, you didn't feel bloated and things like that. But can you like say two or three things that was massively impacted after you went vegan and which was like a very welcome welcome change in your life?
0: Yeah, um, I'd say, the first thing I noticed was, what well, my friends told me about me, right? Um, because, you know, you're going through this journey yourself and then you're saying, I feel this, I feel this, but also it's, it's someone else tells you that, oh, they see that in you as well. That feels good, right? So what I noticed was um, the first thing is that my, my face is that I stopped seeing like uh, wrinkles and pimples and all those things coming up, right? And... Um, and I think my face structure, I think changed a lot, you know, so that's the first observation I think I made. I mean, you and I have been talking for a while now. Do you, I mean, do you notice the same things as well? Like my facial structure has changed
1: a lot. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Are, you lost a lot of weight and your face looked way different a couple of months before and right now. Yeah.
0: And I think the second thing I've specifically noticed is that is the asthma, right? So you, you eat. So when I was eating unhealthily, like, or usually I'll get an asthma attack when I'm sleeping. Um, but um, that's when I'm, uh, yeah, like I would average two attacks a week. You know, wow. that's a lot, right? Like I mean, and um, and it's funny because my doctor told me in earlier on it was exercise induced asthma, but I was getting asthma when I was like doing nothing. So in the past two months, I've maybe I get like maybe one in three weeks. You know, so that's a big difference I would say is that. My asthma must significantly be more controlled, right? And that goes into breathing. So, mm-hmm. so I'll say the first is the facial changes, the asthma. But I'd say that stems into your activity, right? So there's less lethargy. You're able to walk more. You're able to hike more. You're able to exercise more. Uh, so you're able to tell your body that you can push yourself more. So um, earlier on, I would climb a fleet of stairs. You would feel sensation in your thighs and legs. You'd be like, oh, it's hurting me. It's hurting me. It's hurting me. But then when they start eating healthily, um, the pain doesn't even last that long. It's like, oh, this part of it just keeps going, you know? So I think the body is able to recover faster for me into pursuing those activities. And, And I'm sure you know this. I'm extremely passionate about sports and athletics and playing and working out and stuff. And I've noticed that I've been able to, in fact, get fitter and keep the same strength if not get stronger and drop the weight. So those are things I've noticed significantly in my changes about uh, uh, changes from my old diet to my new diet.
1: Wow, that's that's pretty interesting, man. I think i i saw I saw this Netflix documentary, The Game Changers. It says similar things about going vegan and how these top performers in sports were able to like enhance their performance by going vegan. And hearing such, I thought like some of this was true and some of it was made up. For like a documentary, yeah. but then like hearing it from someone so close to you, go through this first experiences yeah. actually motivates me to try vegan as well. So with that kind of perspective. So when you made those changes, what like on the new food that you took up after going vegan, what is your favorite food? Which one, which food did you like,
0: which you like cherished a lot? Um, yeah, it's crazy because, um, you know, I think they tell us that, uh, Tofu and soy products are like not good for men and all those things, right? It yeah, causes high in estrogen and things like that. Yeah. 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 I would say, like, uh, the one of the best things I've discovered is this tofu scrambled, right? It substitutes the egg, scrambled eggs. Uh, you can use it as, like, you know, we call it upmancha in, in our language, right? So, similar to that, like, just right. tofu scrambled. So I, I make the similar way I make scrambled eggs, but I just make a tofu scrambled and it's incredibly tasty, I, I enjoy it a lot. That's one thing I really like. Another thing I really love, I think is is uh, rice cakes with, uh, with hummus and vegetables on top of it. And this literally takes two minutes to make. Like I think take a rice cake, gluten-free, very, very little in calories, very little in carbohydrates, but whole foods. Um, mm-hmm again, no flavor, just regular whole, whole brown, brown rice, whole foods, rice cake, put hummus on top because hummus is chickpeas. And then you put spinach, cucumber and tomatoes, maybe an olive, and then you put salt and pepper and, e- and just eat it. And it's almost like a sandwich, but I feel so nourished eating it. You know, and that's something I've really enjoyed mm-hmm.
1: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: a lot. Um, so those two things are things I've really enjoyed. I think are the biggest things I have gained from this uh, diet. And, um, and also again, the smoothies, the uh, the peanut butter sandwiches and stuff. But if I had to just pick those those two, tofu scramble and uh, rice cake with hummus with vegetables and has been the big ones.
1: Awesome, awesome. So uh, I think those are some things that I'm going to get your recipe for. Which I, I think it sounds very pretty simple. I think I'm yeah. going to try it myself to see how how that uh, that that tastes. So with that said, like, can you, can you show like probably an average day, like what you eat throughout the yeah, day, for, yeah. which will give me a perspective so that, uh, what I'm trying to do at the end of this conversation with you is like, I'm going to see if I can be like a weekend for one day a week. So yeah. I'm, I'm like a guy who not a huge fan of drastic changes in life, especially when I want to make life, lifestyle changes. If I make yeah. such changes, it becomes hard and then becomes stressful. And I'm just like, not a big fan of that. I wanted to like move into my life as simple as possible. And I'm a huge fan Fan of, I mean, fan of changing things, one thing at a time, really slowly. Like that's the takeaway from Atomic Habits, the book by yeah. James Clear for me. So I want to do it that way and see if I can maybe take one day a week and be completely vegan yeah. that day, and then try to extend it to for larger means and so on and so forth. So if you can like just explain me what do you eat from morning like including your snacks and like a few other things it'd be really helpful for me too
0: yeah and uh i think I one thing i want to clarify again is that um so even though i went vegan i i think one of the things i even made changes was that i eliminated processed foods as much as possible right so i didn't right. i didn't just go from vegetarian to vegan i also went from relatively more processed foods to whole foods plant-based diet like vegan diet right right so right. i have to take into account both because both are significantly important in the way you feel and eat. Um, so, a typical day for me is that in the morning I wake up. I so usually have almond milk. Uh, I put uh, two, three nuts, or maybe uh, cashews and uh, walnuts, or cashews and pecans. Then um natural peanut butter, not processed one, and a banana. So usually I eat it on a bowl, or I blend it. Right. So that's one thing I eat in the morning. So that's a pretty I think like that's around 400, 500 calories. It's got. Uh, Again, it's not processed and I eat it uh, and it's very sumptuous. So I do that. Then uh, I drink a cup of coffee, uh, black coffee, don't drink with milk, no sugar, nothing with black coffee and that's all I eat, I drink. And that's the only caffeine I have for the whole day. Um, right. Um, and then in my lunch, so lunch usually I have is that, I think what I've learned is that I'm, I'm a big eater because I'm just a relatively uh, tall and have a big frame. So I, I usually need more uh, Uh, amounts of food than uh, uh, an average person might need so so I need to still eat a lot big amount but make sure it's healthy and not as many calories so that I'm tricking myself that way right so usually what I have is I have a salad so I cut tomatoes and I put green onions on top of them right so and then put some salt and pepper so that's like my side salad and then in the main one either I have tofu scrambled so you take um uh, um, a pan, put minimal olive oil or coconut oil, uh, garlic, onions, chili it, And then you put, you take extra firm tofu and you, uh, grate it. And then you saute it and you add tomatoes and spinach and you eat it. Right. That's tofu scramble. And right. again, hummus rice cake is taking a rice cake, put hummus, spinach, cucumber, tomato, whatever vegetable you want. Salt, pepper, maybe hot sauce and eat that. So that's the right. side salad and the main course, uh, and then I eat, maybe if I'm craving my sweet tooth, I just eat, again, almond milk, put some fruits in it, and then blend it or just eat it with nuts, you know. So that's with that. Right. Then in the evening, evening I usually eat relatively less, but we just a lot of fruits, and then um, maybe it's maybe sweet potato, and then uh, um, maybe stir-fried vegetables, something like that. But usually what I've noticed is that I don't eat that much in the evening. But... Uh, right. It's because I'm I'm snacking at around 4 or 5 p.m., maybe after working out or something. So again, a snack, either a smoothie, uh, fruits and almond milk or banana and peanut butter or just a bunch of nuts and eating that, you know. So, I mean,
1: hearing from you, what kind of carbs do you take? I think sweet potato is one thing like which you say, like carbs and then like, you know, even rice cakes. But was that enough? Like, how do you eat a lot of them for your workouts and then to sustain throughout the day? It seems like your caloric count is like very very less right it'd be like around 1500 to calories is it
0: is that right or like uh i think i've averaged around 2000 to 2500 calories Let's say okay that's what you would okay. observe uh, the carbohydrates again bananas got carbs uh nuts have carbs right. uh peanut butter has carbs uh and um the fruits you eat like all the fruits you have is carbs you know they're vitamins and sugar right yeah. so eating carbs that way too mm. so uh hummus has a lot of carbs right. right so
1: right 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 fair 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 man so that that's that's pretty interesting i think yeah uh i think uh, yeah i think I'm, I'm going to hit a lot of on, on almond milk and then mm. definitely uh probably first of all i think i'll try to avoid avoid animal products rather than making drastic changes to my uh this mm. thing and see see how that goes and, yeah. uh, and then, and then, you know, uh, take it from there, but thanks a lot for sharing your experience app. No, really uh, you
0: reckon- know- yeah. If we just add one thing, Abhilash is that, uh, is yep. that when you eat your food, I think like you should first notice that what's things you want to replace. Right. So say you're eating a meal and there's like, I don't know, like cheese, vegetables, meat, or just, I would say like pick things you can replace and then replace only mm. those don't replace the whole meal
1: you
0: know so for example like uh, before I would eat um, uh, let's say I would eat these scrambled eggs I still kept the same recipe but I just took out eggs and put tofu right right uh, before I would say if I'm eating uh, uh, let's say like uh, a halloumi cheese sandwich or something I just took out the halloumi cheese and I put hummus instead you know like you're replacing one by one item not replacing everything right so, cause I think that's easier to do than saying, I'm going to go to a completely new recipe. Yep. Right. And I think, um, I think that's an easier approach, I'd say for, uh, to switch. Because again, like, um, you, you restrict your mind to understanding that uh, and your health, uh, your nutrition system, that is that you're eating a balanced meal, but you're just replacing that one particular item in which you have to replace the sensation of a taste. That's it. You know?
1: Right right that's that's fair man totally hear you on that i think one one major thing which i would look forward to replace is egg like find an alternative for egg i think tofu tofu scrambled uh sounds like a very interesting idea i think i'm going to try that and see how how that works uh but i'm going to plan my plan my one day week challenge to going vegan and see how i feel the next day and then yeah Yeah. and then then probably probably like have a conversation with you to see how that goes
0: yeah. And I think uh, there's a lot of recipes available online, which, mm-hmm. um, which I would, uh, you can mix and match. Like uh, I think YouTube, if you, if you literally go on YouTube or Google and say 10 minute vegan recipes, you get so many of them, you know, right. like uh, another, another big one is taking rice cakes, putting avocado on top and I put tomatoes and olives and eat them. Like that's a pretty sumptuous one. Another one is taking lentils, quinoa. So put quinoa as the base, put lentils, like so saute lentils, put it there sweet potato and tomatoes and seed them you know so right uh it's pretty quick i would say if you just google them or find them on youtube and there's so many suggestions and because i mean uh, i think people have tried this and tested this and they've come up with innovative yeah. ways to be more efficient and quick about it so that, i don't hear you on that man
1: uh, uh i'm really excited to see how, how that goes for the next month and then probably
0: yeah. take it from there huh? yeah and uh yeah, again, I think the weight loss is. I think the weight loss will continue, and all those things. Like, again, I've still lost. I think so. I lost seven kilos from January to February, and then I lost seven to eight kilos from March to April. But the sensation, I think, I felt is better in March and April than January and February, right? So mm-hmm. I would say, I would say, like any diet, anyone follows, it, whether that's vegan or or carnivore or omnivore or vegetarian or pescetarian, whatever people think is best for them, they'll find ways to make it sustainable for themselves because it's a lifelong thing and not just uh, a sudden gimmick to lose weight and feel healthy and then go back to the original ways of unhealthy eating. So
1: yeah, yeah, I totally hear you. I, I'm I'm on you with that. Like if it's not sustainable, you do that for two two months or three months and then like you go back to your old habits and then you gain back yeah. weight or like if you start feeling shitty again. So it makes total sense. Like making it a lifestyle is more important than just doing some random diet for a month or a week. Yeah. So yeah. So that that makes sense. I'm going to I'm going to start Start off like a one one day a week vegan challenge (laughs) to see how it goes, and then probably have this conversation with you again after a month. Uh, So thanks a lot for sharing this.
0: It's been pretty great talking with you. And I appreciate. I think uh, I think this whole journey and the path to trying to carve for ourselves I think is something they'll they'll show what we can like how we can live, what we can learn from it. But most importantly, I think it's uh, it's important to understand that it's important to do these things over the course of a long term long time then two for two three months and lose weight you know because uh yeah. if you all see online like how UFC fighters lose six pounds I don't know like 20 pounds in four days to make a weight and then right. they go back and we think we can do that too but it's not sustainable right so I think just finding uh, things to optimize your lifestyle is important I think the next one we're doing is when you will be talking to me about your vipassana on meditation uh experiences yeah. and I'll be asking questions on it and learning from it Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll planning
1: to do it next month. Uh, yeah. And I'm really excited to do that. I had I've done a couple of pasta sessions. I did one recently a couple of weeks back. So I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think uh, if um, it's, it's weird because um, these are habits that like, people tell us from childhood and we never follow it. And then yeah. when you're eating a certain midlife, uh, mid age, you're like, Oh, maybe I can pick this up now. And it's crazy how, like, these are habits that are always told to us when we're young, we just never followed it, right? So. Right. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, man.
0: Okay. Thank you, Vilash. I really appreciate your time and uh, look forward to the next session. Yeah. Same
1: here, man. Excited. Have Have a great, great, great weekend.
0: That's it for the episode, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at CuriousCuriosity at gmail.com. Thank you.